when I lived in Colorado, I used to play at this church. Uh, I'd gone there since I was 17 years old, minus the last three years. Um, I'd been involved in the, the worship teams there from youth uh, just before I graduated all the way until we moved here to Tennessee. So quite a long time, almost, you know, almost half my life, which is crazy. There is always a problem that we just seem to always uh, come across. And it was always like a real clashing of heads between like staff and the worship teams uh, that I was a part of. And one of the problems we used to always have, and you probably have this if you're part of a worship team or a part of a church of any size, is always, there's always somebody that says, oh, the music is too loud. There's always somebody. We started getting some of those, uh, some of those complaints from s different staff members. And it's like, all right. So we had this little decibel meter. We ended up buying this little decibel meter. So we could, you know, check and see how loud the decibels are. There's a certain hearing range uh, that's comfortable for your ears. And once it gets above a certain range, uh, then it's, one, uncomfortable for your ears and kind of damaging to your ears. Uh, so that was the idea. So we could use this decibel meter back at the booth and basically be like, oh, yeah, like this is safe. This is not safe. And we have an actual reading for it. So they can't bother us anymore. And that should have fixed the problem, right? No. Then it was, okay, we're still getting complaints. All right. Well, where are they coming from? Okay, so they're coming from this very specific section in the, uh, in the sanctuary. All right. So we've, we had people come in and they retuned to the system for the room. Retuned it. Sounds great. Everything's balanced. There was a few things out of balance. The system was a few years old, so it's nice to like have people come in and rebalance everything uh, and get it good to go. A couple weeks later... Music's still loud. Okay, well, what's the problem now? It's just too loud. Okay, you're not giving us any direction. Okay, where is it still coming from? It's still coming from this certain spot. Okay, so it got to the point where we were taking more and more drastic measures to keep this from happening to where a few Sundays in a row, we were just like, okay, this is obnoxious. We're just going to kill these monitors entirely. So we had basically like half of the sanctuary completely turned off. And this is not a small sanctuary, mind you. This sanctuary that I played at church, this was almost a thousand seats in this room. So if you imagine the sound system that it takes to fill up a thousand rooms or a thousand seated room, and then you shut off half of the sound system, like that was what was, that was what was happening. It was drastic measures to be like, yeah, this is ridiculous. Okay. So we do that. And it's still, apparently, it's still not good enough. Now it's too quiet. So we split the difference. Nope, too loud now. Blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to keep repeating it. This goes on for, for months and months and months. And people are getting annoyed. Obviously, it takes a toll on, like, the worship team because, you know, it's not like we have to be there at 7 o'clock in the morning until 1 in the afternoon, some churches. And people are telling you it's not good enough, and that's really hard to listen to. Uh, when you're volunteering, so that's that's weird. But what it was, what it actually turns out to be, um, long story of that short already, is there were a handful of um, tithers in the church, um, specifically big or big tithers uh, to the church congregants, and they were basically 
complaining to the staff, a couple different staff members, that it was too loud. And if it didn't fix, if they didn't fix it, that they would leave and take their uh, tithe money with them. So it was that battle for a long time. Once that came to light, uh, I mean, there was obviously a handful of people. I was on staff then as well um, that were pretty upset about that because it's like we've been spinning our wheels and we've spent money trying to fix and tune the system and we've gone up and down and bent over backwards to try and make this work. And what you're telling me is uh, a couple of people that think they have a hand in things because they give money uh, are basically dictating the pace of the church. Uh, fun fact, they ended up leaving the church anyways. And uh, another fun fact, the church actually goes on without them. Uh, they didn't actually, I don't know if they actually know that or they understand that. I even had a hard time understanding that. Uh, my family is has always been kind of that that family that shows up. We're the first to show up, last to leave every Sunday. Uh, we're, we were always super involved, always super involved in, you know, things from children's church to the prayer team to the worship team, youth group, everything. We're running the show, top to bottom. And it was weird for me to leave various churches because I'm like, oh, this church is going to, this church is going to fold. If we, if my family leaves, we run this place. And there was, there was a couple of churches that actually folded and buckled after my family left. Uh, so that's not really great for, uh, I don't know. It, it makes you a little full of yourself. But when we, when we ended up leaving this church and we ended up moving to Tennessee, we all thought, oh, you know what? It's going to be the same thing. We're going to leave this place and this place is going to buckle. Turns out that place is still standing. But guess what? The church goes on without me. And it always will. And the church will go on without big, di- without big tithers. And there's always somebody with a, better, with a better attitude and a better heart that doesn't let the world be dictated with their money. So I'm seeing this trend around uh, kind of the United States very specifically. As you know, churches were closed for a long time. People were starting to get antsy and wanted to go back to church. You can do all these things. You can go to the grocery store. You could go to the gym. You could get your hair cut, whatever. But you couldn't go back to church. That was like a no. So a bunch of people started to get upset about that and making the push to open churches again. So the church is opened again. Uh, churches have been back for a little bit. Depending on your church. Some of them kept them uh, closed for a little bit longer. But one of the big things that was happening, uh, I don't know if you guys are super into the church world. Uh, excuse me if you're not, but I don't. It, this is a good story. So one of the things that people were having a hard time with in church was they were saying, oh, you could meet, but you have to wear a mask. Okay, whatever. But you can't sing during... Uh, worship time and people lost their brains about it and it was a persecution and yada yada well their rights are being taken away we know the we know the lines so a bunch of people um were getting together and uh specifically from like a big church in california they were all super upset i'm not going to say their names if you're if you're in the church world you know what church i'm talking about uh big church in california they were like no we're not gonna we're not gonna do this this is this is and they like got outside and like we've been doing a bunch of like live shows or concerts or worship sets, whatever they want to call them outside. Uh, new album coming soon, by the way, convenient how that works. Um, so they've basically been outside doing their thing and singing during uh, their worship sets or whatever. Turns out all over the country, you've got churches that 
are now cutting their bands and doing basically like broken down sets, what they're calling broken down sets, which is basically like usually typically like a uh, maybe a pianist and maybe an acoustic guitar, maybe as, as little people as possible. Uh, sometimes it's just a guitarist singing like a couple songs, whatever. But that's basically what's been happening. So all these churches that have full bands are now being like, no, like you can't, you can't play. We're still going to try to keep the numbers down, blah, blah, blah. People are coming, coming into the buildings. They already have to social distance. They're already wearing masks. And so we're just trying to keep the numbers down. What it actually is, uh, a handful of churches are not having bands play in their churches uh, because people are complaining. Same thing I was talking about with the sound. People are complaining and they don't want people to sing uh, because they think it might be too dangerous. If it's okay to all gather in a building and be pretty far apart from each other and you think the difference between safety and non-safety is is George in the third row uh, singing it as well, I've got some uh, swamp land in Florida to sell you. Real good price. Basically, if you haven't been keeping up, it's just a, uh, it's just politics, politics and church and the churches are going along with it. And my problem, my problem with the whole thing is like, do you believe the teachings of the Bible or not? Do you believe that you have a spirit of fear or a spirit of power? Do you believe that God has, God has his hand over your people or does he not? It's amazing how quickly to me growing up in church and being in that world, how quickly, um, pastors and staff members will tell you to follow to follow God and and to you know believe in your faith and press into your faith when you're going through hard times and difficult times and uh and then they'll do the exact opposite unless it's convenient for the uh, pocketbook so that's just really frustrating for me so needless to say uh I didn't play this weekend uh I was really excited about it uh but it's okay be sure to like Dom Reviews on Instagram at Dom Reviews Podcast and on Facebook.com slash Dom Reviews Podcast. Jeannie and I actually made a bunch of kombucha this weekend. Uh, we started off last week. That was our first batch we ever made. She ever made, sorry. And we made, was it four bottles, five bottles maybe? And now we're up to 10 bottles. Uh, so production has doubled uh, and we're doing pretty well with that. So... We've got a bunch of different kinds. Uh, don't ask me to tell you what kinds they are. It's a lot of different fruits. Uh, I made my two bottles. Uh, I love apple and strawberry. That's all I have. So I have one bottle with my kombucha that's still working. Uh, it's just got apples in it and another one with just strawberries in it. I'm pretty plain, uh, but I love the taste of it. It's clean. It's refreshing. It's delicious. So we had... We had one of those the other night, and they're actually really, really great. Um, for our second batch, it's coming along really well. Um, some of the bottles aren't going to be quite where they need to be yet um, as far as our you know, taste goes, but give it a couple batches, and then it'll be, it'll be prime uh, going on from there. So that's been really fun um, to do that. The only thing that's a little bit tedious about it is you know, getting all the fruit and then chopping up all the fruit or juicing all the fruit. We haven't done juicing yet, but definitely the chopping of the fruit is a little tedious. Uh, I have only done it once. So I don't know how much longer I've got to do that because it's 
it is very it is super tedious like very like yeah you kind of have to buckle down and be diligent about it because it takes a few minutes to do but it actually is a ton of fun to have that and then have like uh cravings for juice like i do uh, i love drinking juice and it's nice to just have something in the fridge where i can just pop it out and i know exactly what's in it because i had a hand in making it so there's no like no sweeteners in it there's no nothing in it no weird chemicals nothing it just tastes like really great juice i don't even know if there's sugar in it i think the kombucha um, actually eats all of it or the scoby eats all of it and then the fermenting process it gets rid of all of that as well i'm pretty sure don't quote me on that whatever it is it's really good for you it's really good for your gut really good for your body and your mind it's really good so you should drink kombucha or start making it yourself uh it was the process of getting it set up that's the most difficult but it's actually been really fun we had our neighbor come over and she come came over and helped us uh chop it up like chop up all of our fruits and vegetables and she's super interested in it and she loves it um so we have to give her some um we're gonna have the Vo family over pretty soon here have a tasting party maybe we can get some uh some super dope like Kentucky Derby hats and dress up really nice and just be weird and taste kombucha with each other. That'd be really funny. Maybe you'll see some pictures about that. I don't know. That was just a funny idea that I had. Um, I need actually need to find out when the Kentucky Derby is this year uh, because we haven't watched it together as of the Vol family. Um, but we've talked about just going to the Kentucky Derby. It's only a couple hours away. I think it's maybe... I think it's about an hour and a half away from where we're at right now in Kentucky. So we could very well just go to the actual Kentucky Derby. And we think that would be so much fun just being down there and just wearing ridiculous hats. Uh, Jeannie has this beach hat that we, that we used uh, when we went to Florida. She bought it and it's huge and it's like wavy. It's like got no form to it. It's the most ridiculous hat you've ever seen in your life. She gets really mad because I wear it quite a lot because I like how it feels on my head. It's like super floppy, but it's like definitely like a woman's hat. But I I just enjoy how it feels. It feels really funny on my head. Uh, so maybe I'll find something like that or maybe I'll just wear hers and she can find her another find another hat. But uh, I just love that. I love that hat so much. It's so absurd. Uh, it's my favorite. Be sure to listen to Dom Reviews on all of our available platforms. Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Spotify. If you've been listening to the last few weeks of uh, this podcast, one, thank you. Uh, but two, I talked about a few weeks ago, I talked about uh, coronavirus testing for sports. And a bunch of sports have been doing coronavirus testing. And there have been a couple of them... Uh, that have, are actually a number of them now, that have come back as false positives. And I said something about that, about how it'll be basically turn into the new concussion protocol, which is basically like a joke. Uh, there's no nice way to say it. I think it's a complete joke, uh, the concussion protocol. Um, so I'm already seeing the signs of that with the virus testing. They had a handful of NFL players that have already uh, done false positives um, it doesn't sound like a bad thing except for, um, that 
that information gets released to the press. And for I don't actually don't know why that's getting released to the press. Uh, there should be this thing called HIPAA, and that I don't understand. I don't understand why that that information is being leaked out. Uh, that should be highly illegal to do that. But basically, like these these players are testing positive, false positives, and the information's getting out. And then it's not them that's getting. Uh, in trouble, it's their families that are getting in trouble. And what I mean by trouble is like all of a sudden their families are getting yelled at going to the grocery store. Uh, their kids aren't allowed to go to the schools. Um, their kids aren't allowed to go to the grocery store or be at the park without getting yelled at. They're not allowed to go to their church because people think they have all they, they all have coronavirus. And it's like, no, like, see, like that's, that's where you're going to come across problems. Especially like if people don't have, uh, the ability to tell people what information gets in or what information gets out. Like it's, it's just not, it's just not good. So I think, I just think this, I just know this whole thing is going to be a disaster. I think, I mean, I obviously think they're going to play. There's just a lot of, there's just a lot of things that are showing its head right now about this whole coronavirus thing to me where I just, I'm i uh, I'm losing patience. I'm losing patience and I'm trying really hard. And I already got a little bit riled up earlier talking about church. But I, yeah, we get it. We get it. Um, There's just a lot of inconsistency. And uh, it's getting a little ridiculous. I don't know if you've been watching the NBA. Nobody else has either. That's fine. That's all I'm going to talk about the NBA. Baseball is weird. Uh, The last time I brought up baseball, the Rockies were in first place. And, uh... It feels like they've lost literally every game since. I think they've lost. I I think they might have actually lost like twelve of the last thirteen games right now. They go from first place solidly in first, like games ahead in first place, to like all of a sudden they're like below five hundred, like unbelievable. Yeah. So I'm done watching baseball. That was fun. I gave it a good shot. That was done. Um. Hockey's really fun. Hockey's fun still. Um, all of the actually really great teams are out, so it doesn't make much sense. Um, the abs are still in, thank God. They're playing well. Uh, they're in the second round. Um, so hopefully they get it back together and uh, get back with the series. Uh, I don't know if the game's tonight or tomorrow. I'd, have to, I'd actually have to look and see what it's doing. Uh, but, yeah, there's a lot of teams that are out and a lot of teams that are in the playoffs that there's, that shouldn't really be there it's like very weird I don't know like how they ramped up the season like didn't make sense it didn't allow players to like get into shape so the product's a little bit like I don't know it's fine it's getting there but it's a little bit sloppy it's just not sharp it's not crisp you can tell the players aren't in shape the abs are have a little bit of an advantage because they come from Colorado so like it takes them half as long to be in shape Um, so that is great uh, at least for the Avs, and it's great being an Avs fan watching them. So sports are fine. I just don't know. But yeah, it's a great day. Um, had a really great weekend, really restful weekend. Jeannie and I watched uh, Clone Wars. It's getting really crazy right now. We're in season four. Anakin's starting to lose his mind a little bit. It's okay. Um, but we're getting a little nervous. We're getting a little nervous. It's uh, It's getting a little heavy right now. So if you haven't watched Clone Wars, you should start getting into that. It's getting really good. 
It is an animated show, so it's a little kid show, but, well, the premise of it is kiddish because it's animated, but there are some moments in it, a lot of moments in it, where are like, wow, that, that was on a kid show. Like, that was, uh, that was a bit much, even for a grown adult, uh, but it's a lot of fun. We really love that show. I've started watching uh, Band of Brothers, uh, the HBO miniseries. I have the DVDs for it, and I've started watching The Pacific, also the other miniseries for that. So I love those. Every once in a while, I'll just watch those because they're just a lot of fun. I don't know. I'm kind of jumping all over the place. I played hockey the other day. I went out and uh, did a practice uh, with a few of my teammates. It was just an hour long, so we did a lot of drilling and stuff like that. So it's always good uh, when we're in this time right now in the off season. We have a couple weeks off, and then we get back to uh, our second season, my second season on ice hockey. So that's really fun. Um, I have a couple couple of times on the ice this week, um, and that's always fun. It's good to be out. Yeah, I don't know. That's all I got today. I don't even know if I'm going to the studio today. I don't think so. So that's, uh, yeah, that's new. Okay, bye.